0: Violent crime is a matter of considerable concern to the country and to the Justice Department.
1: Gun violence in New York City has gotten the attention of U.S. Attorney General, who spoke with New York City's mayor, stopping short of labeling it a crisis. The head of the Federal Reserve says he doesn't think the U.S. is in a recession as policymakers raise interest rates to stem inflation. And a shocker out of Washington, D.C., as Senators Joe Manchin and Chuck Schumer reach a $700 billion deal on taxes and climate change. Former President Trump has threatened CNN with a lawsuit over a big lie reporting he's demanding a full and fair retraction. The U.S. agrees to a prisoner swap with Russia, which is expected to free NBA star Brittany Greiner and former Marine Paul Whelan. Record high inflation nearly doubling the price of food favorites in the Big Apple, including the iconic bacon, egg and cheese sandwich. U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland said he's addressed the gun violence plaguing New York City with Mayor Eric Adams, AG, calling the rise in violent crime all across the country a matter of concern, but stopping short of labeling it a crisis. Garland told Lester Holt on NBC Tuesday. Look, I think violent
0: crime is a matter of considerable concern to the country and to the justice department as it should be communities have to trust us they have to trust law enforcement for that reason we're pumping hundreds of millions of dollars into police departments and into communities in a joint effort to battle violent crime together
1: also tuesday new york's governor Hokel declared that she supports law enforcement 100 and that no one will ever say the words defund the police in her presence it's an about face after Hokel last year chose previous supporters of the movement, Brian Benjamin, as her lieutenant governor and Emmett Baga as deputy secretary for intergovernmental affairs. Major crimes have soared 37 percent so far this year, driven by grand larcenies, auto thefts, burglaries and robberies, according to the NYPD. Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell said Wednesday he doesn't believe the U.S. economy is in a recession. His comment as the central bank raised rates further to fight inflation.
2: This is a very strong labor market, and it's just not consistent with you know 2.7 million people hired in the first half of the year. Uh, it doesn't make sense that the economy would be in recession with with this kind of thing happening. So uh, I don't think the, the U.S. economy is in recession right now.
1: Wednesday's rate hike marks the latest move in the Fed's efforts to stem inflation at 9.1 percent, the highest level in some 40 years, and as a result... The market reacting, with the Dow adding more than 450 points yesterday. The Nasdaq surged 4 percent. And Powell also said the central bank will be closely watching economic data as to determine future moves. And also, in a startling turnaround, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and centrist Senator Joe Manchin have reached an expansive agreement on a $700 billion health care, energy and climate issue package taxes on higher earners and corporations, and also agreed to trim the federal debt as well. The two Democrats say the Senate vote on the wide-ranging measure will come next week. A House vote would come afterwards, perhaps later in August, and unanimous Republican opposition in both chambers is expected. Former President Donald Trump notified CNN Wednesday of his intention to file a lawsuit against the network for repeated defamatory statements. Ifra Law, a Washington-based law firm, filed a notice of intent ordering the network under a Florida statute to publish a full and fair correction, apology, or retraction. The notice warned that failure to issue an apology will result in a lawsuit. The former president spoke about the media and the January 6th committee during his speech at the America First Policy Institute over the weekend.
0: Everything this corrupt establishment is doing to me is all about preserving their power and control over the American people. They want to damage you in any form, but they really want to damage me so I can no longer go back to work for you.
1: And I don't think that's going to happen. Trump warned he will be suing other media outlets that have defamed and defrauded the public. Well, after months of internal debate, it appears two Americans held in Russia, Brittany Griner and Paul Whelan, will be freed in a prisoner exchange. The Biden administration had offered to exchange Griner and Whelan for Victor Bout. He's a convicted Russian arms trafficker. Secretary of State Antony Blinken announced Wednesday that the U.S. presented a substantial proposal to Moscow weeks ago for Whalen and Griner, who are classified as wrongfully detained.
0: We put a substantial proposal on the table weeks ago to facilitate their release. Our governments have communicated repeatedly and directly on that proposal. And I'll use the conversation to follow up personally and I hope move us toward a resolution.
1: Lincoln said President Biden was directly involved in the agreement and signed off on the proposal. Well, sorry, inflation ticking up the price of food favorites like the bacon, egg and cheese in New York City staple. A city bodega owner told the Associated Press he's been forced to raise the price of that sandwich by two bucks from $2.50 to $4.50. And despite the rising cost, a customer, Francis Rice, told the AP she's found a silver lining despite being forced to pay more. Normally, there would be more change coming back, but you know. It means that I buy a good breakfast and stretch it to lunch and don't eat again until I get home, which means I lose weight. (laughs) The consumer price index rose 9.1% in June from a year ago. Inflation at the wholesale level climbed 11.3% in June compared to last year. In your forecast from the Ramsey Mazda Weather Center. Partly sunny. We have a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms after 2 p.m. Light winds to 11 miles per hour. The overnight low 78. Any showers should end by about 8 p.m. A partly sunny day tomorrow. The high 83 still a. Chance of rain, 40 percent showers and thunderstorms tomorrow after two o'clock. Right now, 73 degrees, mostly cloudy skies here in the Big Apple. Well, a newly unveiled FBI search warrant shows that the man accused of attempting to assassinate U.S. Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh meticulously planned the alleged plot. According to the FBI search warrant obtained by Fox News Digital, 26-year-old Nicholas John Roski Googled various search terms related to that attack, including how to be stealthy, assassin skills and most effective place to stab someone in the weeks leading up to this planned attack. White House Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre spoke about the plot back in June.
2: It has now been reported that the marshals, uh, our administration assigned to help protect judges, were instrumental uh, in the person not accomplishing the horrible deed it, he set out to do. This is the threat that we saw against Kavanaugh. And so we have taken this very seriously. Like you said, we have com- condemned it. Condemned it. The president has. And we will continue to do so.
1: Rasky of Simi Valley, California, was carrying a gun, ammunition, a knife, and other items when he was arrested by Montgomery County Police Department officers, Early in the morning outside of Kavanaugh's home in early June in opposition to the overturning of Roe v. Wade. A federal judge Wednesday said he would give Stephen Bannon's lawyers an opportunity to argue for the dismissal of criminal contempt of Congress charges. The former Trump White House advisor was convicted by a jury last week for refusing two subpoenas from the House Select Committee investigating the January 6th riot. Former Congresswoman Tulsi Gabbard spoke about the Bannon case in a video posted to her social media over the weekend. No matter what you think or feel about Steve Bannon, the fact that he has been found guilty of contempt of Congress, yet others have faced no consequences at all. People like James Clapper, for example, sat before the U.S. Senate under oath and lied directly about an NSA program that was conducting mass collection on millions of Americans U.S. District Judge Carl Nichols denied Bannon's motion for an outright acquittal. Nichols said he would benefit from further briefing on the issue and ordered Bannon's lawyers to submit a filing by August 5th. A new CNN poll out finds that 75 percent of Democratic and Democratic leaning voters want the party to nominate somebody other than President Joe Biden in the 2024 election. It marks a sharp increase from a year earlier. Former Trump White House counselor Kellyanne Conway spoke about Biden. Biden's
0: net favorability is plus 19 percent among Democrats and independents in
1: New Hampshire, first primary state. So if he starts taking on water within his own party and is going to face not just headwinds and polls now, but an actual primary challenger too within his own party, that spells trouble. And Conway made that comment on Fox News. The poll shows a sharp downturn in enthusiasm for a 2024 reelection bid by President Biden. In their uh, January, February poll, 51% of Democratic and Democratic leaning voters said they wanted somebody other than Biden to be the Democratic nominee in 2024. So that has ticked upwards now to 75 percent and 24 percent of Democratic and Democratic-leaning voters said they want somebody else because they don't think Biden can actually win in 2024. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy is pressing former President Donald Trump to hold off on announcing a potential 2024 presidential campaign amid some GOP concerns that such a move could nationalize the off-year elections. McCarthy hopes to become House Speaker next year if Republicans take the ma- majority. And uh, his comments to reporters came following a speech where Trump called the U.S. a cesspool and highlighted illegal immigration and violent crime. Audio from the January 6th House Select Committee, however, shows that McCarthy condemned Trump's actions during the Capitol riots. Uh, I've,
2: I've had it with this guy. Uh, what he did is unacceptable. Um, nobody can defend that and nobody should defend it. The only discussion I would have with him is that I think this will pass, and it would be my
0: recommendation we
1: should that. Republican leaders want the November elections to be about President Joe Biden and inflation, not about Trump and his continued claims of election fraud. The man accused of opening fire on an Independence Day parade in suburban Chicago, now indicted by a grand jury on 21 first-degree murder counts, 48 counts of attempted murder, and 48 counts of aggravated battery. These charges representing the seven people killed and dozens wounded in that attack. Prosecutors previously filed seven murder charges against Robert E. Crimo III. They announced the grand jury's decision to indict him on 117 felony charges on Wednesday. Attorneys for Crimo have not made a formal response just yet to any of the charges a top Chinese official is warning of serious consequences of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi actually visits the island nation of Taiwan, which China has long insisted is not an independent state, but rather part of China. Pelosi was planning to visit Taiwan in April, but her covid diagnosis delayed the trip. She has not officially rescheduled the trip originally planned for April, but said last week she intends on making the trip because it's important for us to show support for Taiwan. Wisconsin Congressman Mike Gallagher spoke to Fox News about it. The question is, if we can't even let a congressional delegation
2: go to Taiwan, how are we going to expedite arms sales to Taiwan before the invasion? It's not like Nancy Pelosi's flying over there on a C-130 filled with howitzers and harpoon Mm -hmm. missiles. Any American could get on a plane and fly to Taiwan.
1: U.S. officials say they have little fear that China would attack Pelosi's plane if she does fly to Taiwan. The Pentagon is developing plans for any contingency, and Taiwan has begun military exercises. 77 WABC Time Check 515. That was sports with Justin Ellick.
2: Yes, it is I, Justin Ellick. Here with your early news sports update. Well. Last night went just about as well as you could have expected for the Yankees in Queens as they were tasked with trying to figure out the right arm of Max Scherzer all evening against the Mets in the Subway Series finale. Try as they did, but absolutely zilch to show for the quote-unquote effort as Mad Max dominated the Bomber lineup through seven innings of work, allowing just five hits and registering six Ks. Once Scherzer exited, the Yanks were still in this game with the Mets, only up 2 to nothing thanks to a Francisco Lindor RBI single and this second-inning solo dinger off the bat of Pete Alonso. That ball's hammered to left field. Nicks going back. He turns. It is high off the wall. And over. It got over the orange stripe and against that screen, Alonzo. 26 on the season. It's 1-0 Mets. That call courtesy of ESPN. The Pinstripes had new life when Gleyber Torres sent an eighth-inning two-run shot into the right field netting off of Scherzer's relief in David Peterson, but the Mets and Starling Marte would quickly send the Bombers pouting all the way back to the Bronx in the bottom of the ninth. Starling Marte, and door on deck if they get to him. Marte ESPN again on the call. 3-2 to is your final from Queens as Mets sweep the two-game subway series and head into an off day today before sending it to Miami for a three-game weekend set against the Marlins. As for the Yankees, they'll be right back at it tonight in the Bronx against the Kansas City Royals. Jameson Tyon will go up against KC's Brady Singer at 7.05. P.M. Eastern Time. Ironically, following last night's game in Queens, the Yankees acquired all star outfielder Andrew Benintendi from said Royals, sending three minor league pitching prospects to the Royals in return for the 28 year old. Benintendi was named to his first career all star game this season, effectively becoming the Yankees team leader in batting average, hitting at a 320 clip. For more sports content, follow 77WABC Sports on Instagram and Twitter. Here with the Early News Sports Update, I'm Justin Ellick on 77WABC.
1: And what about Soto? Any news on him?
2: No, no news on Soto yet.
1: All right. We'll see what happens with that. And uh, your forecast from the Ramsey Monster weather center, partly sunny today. We have a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms, mid to late afternoon, light winds to 11 miles per hour. Any rain should end by early evening, partly cloudy overnight, the low 78, partly sunny day tomorrow. The high 83 with a 40% chance of afternoon showers. Right now, 73, mostly cloudy skies here in the Big Apple. Lou Dobbs has your financial report.
0: This is the 77 WABC Lou Dobbs Financial Report. I'm Dobbs. Wall Street riding a post-rate hike rally. Apple and Amazon on the earnings schedule today. Chipmakers getting a booster shot from Congress. The Federal Reserve raised the key interest rate another 75 basis points yesterday, sending Wall Street into a frenzied rally. The Dow Jones Industrials up 436 points. The NASDAQ up 469. The S&P 500 up more than 100 points on the day. More key technology earnings today. Both Apple and Amazon to report after the closing bell. Amazon's Earnings estimates are shrinking. Economists expecting a slowdown in Amazon's web service revenue after Meta shares lost half their value on lost advertising dollars. Apple expected to miss Wall Street targets as well. The iPhone maker already announcing plans to slow hiring and spending for the remainder of the year. NVIDIA and Intel shares are climbing in after hours. The Senate passed a bill providing $52 billion of subsidies to the struggling semiconductor industry. Please join me three times each weekday right here on this station, this this is the Lou Dobbs Financial Report. Keep listening for more to 77WABC for the Lou Dobbs Financial Report.
1: Looking at futures, the Dow's down 63 points at 32,109. The S&P down 17 and a half. Nasdaq's dropped 126 points. Gold's up $23.90 an ounce at $1,743. Crude oil up $2.12 at $99.38.
0: It's the WABC Early
1: News. Deborah Valentine with your 77 WABC Early News. A congestion pricing in New York City. It is moving closer to reality. 77 WABC's Bob Brown has the story.
0: The MTA coming to an agreement with the feds on putting a congestion pricing plan in place. Drivers will be charged a fee when entering Manhattan below 60th Street. MTA Chairman and CEO John Lieber says five members have been appointed to a traffic mobility review board, which will recommend price for tolls as well as any discounts and exemptions for its congestion pricing plan. The agency is saying the role of the board will be to recommend a toll rate, which takes into consideration things like traffic patterns, public safety, off-peak rates, and environment. I'm Bob Brown for the 77 WABC Early News.
1: Police are searching for answers after a Columbia grad student was brutally beaten in downtown Manhattan. Jay Reist is this guy's name, fighting for his life in an ICU suite at one of the city's premier trauma centers hooked up to a ventilator. His mother Louise, sister Lisa and best friend Daphne are all keeping a vigil by his bedside as they struggle to understand how he suffered the injuries that have shattered his skull. His mother, Louise, spoke to ABC7. I have no clue why this happened at all. It's just unfathomable that somebody would just do that to anybody. Police think he was attacked somewhere between a cocktail lounge on 10th Street and Avenue B and the L train stop at 14th and 8th Avenue after he left a bar on Avenue B. Oh, Meanwhile, over in Connecticut, three children and a woman were found dead at a Danbury home Tuesday night following a wellness check at 10 Whaley Street. Police say the children found inside the woman in a backyard shed. No further information has been released. A crook swiped an off-duty NYPD officer's gun and wallet early Wednesday in Hunts Point, according to authorities. This cop was getting out of his vehicle right near Garrison Avenue and Barretto Street about 1230 in the morning when a man walked up to him, forcibly grabbed his service weapon and wallet and fled. Police union president Pat Lynch spoke to Good Day New York.
2: Every perp knows that they can fight a cop and get away with it. No one is going to jail. We are releasing these criminals onto the streets literally within hours before the paperwork is processed. And we're not being dramatic when we say that it literally is a revolving door at this junction.
1: The robbery in the city's 41st precinct, where 164 robberies were reported through July 24th compared to just 99 last year. That's a 65 and a half percent increase And citywide, 9,505 robberies have been reported to date in 2022 compared to 6,809 last year, marking a 39.6% hike, according to the NYPD. A double tragedy for a Long Island family. A 70-year-old woman died after being mauled to death by her pit bull, who had belonged to her stepson, who died in a motorcycle crash. The woman's husband returned to their Terrace Court home in Albertson finding his wife mauled and mutilated and being dragged around the backyard by this pit bull. Police responded and fatally shot the 7-year-old dog. The woman was pronounced dead at the scene, and Nassau County Police Commissioner Patrick Ryder said the officer who had to shoot that dog was traumatized and taken to a hospital.
0: The scene was pretty horrific. Uh,
2: the dog had been, we don't know what time the attack took place, but there was obviously
1: a lot of mutilation on the body and, and the arm, the face, the legs. Police say they don't know why the dog turned on the woman. Well, it was not Grandma after all. As her family claimed, a New Jersey family is suing Blackley Funeral Home in Ridgefield, New Jersey, seeking $50 million in damages after the wrong remains were placed in a casket involving two deceased women with the last same name. As a casket was being lowered into the ground, funeral home employees ordered the casket raised because they realized the wrong body was inside. A family member fainted. Attorney Michael Maggiano is representing Kyung Jam Kim's family. He spoke to PIX11.
0: In the world of of caring for the deceased, there are best practices on on identifying uh, the body of who you've been entrusted.
1: Family members had complained that the woman in the casket did not look like their grandmother, Kyung Jam Kim. The body in the casket had a full set of teeth, for example. Kim had dentures found underneath a pillow inside of the wrong woman's casket. They also complained that the person in the casket was 20 years younger than their grandmother had been when she died. New York City Mayor Eric Adams said Wednesday that he had a great talk with Assembly Speaker Carl Hasty about rolling back the state's bail reform law to target the unrepentant criminals terrorizing the Big Apple. We uh, agreed to look over some of the data that the New York City Police Department is going to present on how we're having too many repeated offenders on bail eligi- non-bail el- eligible, non-bail eligible crime. And uh, it was a great, great conversation. And we're going to continue to be uh, vociferous on this topic because New Yorkers, I believe, deserve better. Adams remarks came one day after both Hasty and New York Governor Kathy Hochul rejected his call for a special session of the state legislature to address the violence we're seeing of repeated offenders, said the mayor. Well, even though nobody won the $830 million Mega Millions jackpot in Tuesday nights during, there were four lucky tickets worth a million dollars each sold in New York and New Jersey, including one in the Graniteville section of Staten Island. Some New Yorkers told PIX11 what they'd do with the huge jackpot. I might buy a farm. I love that. Right Save all right right dog the dogs and cats. I
0: got two sons. I'll make sure they, they're taken care of. I'm going to become president.
1: Oh, boy. Well, so the winning numbers were 7, 29, 60, 63, 66, and the Mega Ball was 15. So Friday's jackpot has now climbed to over a billion dollars, that drawing Friday at 11 p.m. Your forecast from the Ramsey Mazda Weather Center, partly sunny. We have a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms after 2 p.m. Light winds to 11 miles per hour. The overnight lows, 78. Any of that rain should end by about 8 tonight and a partly sunny day tomorrow. The highs, 83, with a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms mid-afternoon. Right now, holding steady at 73, mostly cloudy skies here in the Big Apple. Jackie Robinson, one of New York's sports icons, will have his legacy honored in the city he played in for nearly a decade. It's 77 WABC's Jacqueline Carl has more.
0: And the fans will never forget the sight of Jackie Robinson preparing for the plate on his daring steel.
1: The Jackie Robinson Museum opens in Manhattan after 14 years of planning. Attending the ceremony, Robinson's 100-year-old widow, Rachel, and two of his children. Rachel Robinson cut the ribbon on the project first launched in 2008. Her 72-year-old daughter, Sharon, watched as her brother, David, spoke to the crowd of 200 people. The Jackie Robinson Museum opens to the public on September 5th. For 77 WABC Early News, I'm Jacqueline.
0: It's the WABC Early News on 77 W. WABC. bc